0: Welcome to Education Dream Station.
1: We are Hope and Whitney with Education Dream Station where we dream big for our students, share the goodness happening in the education world, and explore the infinite possibilities to grow ourselves
0: as educators. Let's just jump right in.
1: Right, so session one, um, we just want to introduce who we are. Um, I'm Hope, and I'm one of the interventionists. Actually, I am an interventionist,
0: and I'm Whitney, also an interventionist here. And we are loving the work that we get to do every day with our students.
1: We were both previously first grade teachers, um, and then I also have some experience in second grade as well, but looking at some of our younger students and then um, also looking, um, being interventionists, we were able to also look into what our older students are doing as well. And
0: boy, that has been a learning curve for all of us. It's been so awesome to see how what we do with them when they're young just carries over each year. and. You know, I think that we have all grown in that area of those upper grade
1: students. Absolutely. Um, We want to share a little bit about our vision um, before we get started with Education Dream Station. Um, And our why is to create a positive space where we dream big to cultivate lasting change in education through inspiring educators like you to become passionate about helping students achieve their full potential Find value in all the goodness in the world of education and dream big about the infinite possibilities that lie ahead. Whitney, you want to talk about how we came up with that?
0: Oh well, it was a process. There's so many things that we are passionate about, but the main thing is growing our students here and Finding out about all of the new and innovative ways that we can reach and teach the kids is our passion. It just fuels us every day. So I think that's where it really all started. We were kind of nerds together. Yep. We, we even toyed with the idea of calling our podcast Two Nerds in a Dream because yeah. this, this is truly um, a dream of both of ours to
1: get our ideas out into the world. Yep. And we wanted to make it um, as easy as possible for educators to be able to um, get a hold of some professional development or learn about different things, um, some book reviews, getting to hear from other experts in the field of education. So one of the things we were thinking about was starting a podcast um, because we both love listening to podcasts ourselves while we're in the car or on the way to the grocery store or while shopping. Um, So we wanted it to be something that everyone could have easy access to, and it was relevant for you and something you could hopefully um, take from what you hear and then put it into practice in your classrooms. Yeah, and let's just be real. Teachers'
0: plates are more full now than ever before, and we just don't have time to explore all the things all the time. So we've Thought that this would be a way to share some of what we're learning um, in a condensed version for you all to be able to take it and run with it the very next day in the classroom. Some some of the things that we are thinking about um, highlighting on our show have to do with ways that we were able to thrive last year under the conditions we were in because we're sort of back there now. So um, we want to explore some of those things like. Uh, extended our extended day program. We want to explore a little bit about how we um, we couldn't really serve our kindergarten tier kids here. So we found a different way by involving
1: the um, instructional assistants. We would like to have an episode about that. We also want to um, have some conversations about tier one. That's one of our focuses for this year is our team works um, within our school and looking at what matters with tier one, what tier one interventions look like, um, because obviously our hope is not to have students move into tier two and tier three if possible. If we can get that early intervention in the classroom, then hopefully they don't have to get into um, tier two and tier three. Um, we also want to talk about a new program that we're starting this year that we're really excited about that came from um, a book called Intervention Reinvention, and it's about book mat. It's called Book Match Plus, and we are going to target our tier three, fourth, and fifth graders this year um, with doing Book Match Plus, where we will listen to them as they share their interest, what they um, like to read about, what they enjoy, and then we are going to um, purchase books for them so they can build their home libraries with books that are hopefully close to their le- their reading level um, independently and also books that um, they are interested in. And then we also will be looking at our library, what books are in our library, and also supplementing some of their books that they receive through our school library as well.
0: Yeah, I am so excited about this because I really think one of the keys to growing readers is just having them excited about what they're doing. And if you know anything about Stitch Fix, This is like the stitch fix for books for our kids, and um, I'm just really excited we get to get this going here. And all of the support from our admin team has just been incredible.
1: I think the other thing we're also excited about is talking about some coaching conversations um, you know how we work on problem solving there's I mean as teachers and educators we know that is probably our number one job every day is just problem solving um, looking at challenges reflecting how can we meet students where they are and how can we help them grow as learners um, and then also we would love to have some guest speakers as well, some authors of books that we've read or uh, people in the field that are experts in certain areas. And we also want to do some roundtable conversations with other educators in our building um, to talk about different things that they're highlight, different things they're doing in the classrooms and some things that they're doing in their grade levels. And then we also want to do some question answer sessions with our RTI team here, um, as well as some of our coaches and admin, um, just to kind of get a feel for answering questions that our guest listeners might be interested in having answered. And there's so much talent here under our roof. And, you know,
0: just highlighting that is going to be awesome as we get to learn from each other um, through this podcast and from each other, just out doing the work together. So we can't wait to share all of that with you.
1: All right, so we want to have a little conversation with you because um, one thing Whitney and I are really big on is that vulnerability piece. Um, We appreciate when people are open and vulnerable to us, and we also want to be the same for you. Um, so we will share a lot of positives, but we're also going to share kind of the real as well. Um, so one thing that we want to kind of talk to you a little bit about today is how we're going to kind of look back to what happened last year um, and the all the COVID-19 um, issues that we ran into and how we're going to look back, how we reflected over the summer, and how we're going to plan to move forward this year. And when she says how we look back over the summer, we spent
0: a lot of time looking back and reflecting and just thinking about the hard, but then we spent some time just being amazed at how we were able to accomplish so much, even under those circumstances. And I have no
1: doubt that we will be able to do the same this year. Absolutely. Um, Some of the best things that happened last year at our school came out of the, I guess, issues we started with at the beginning of the year. Um, and a lot of it also had to do with a lot of people looking at learning loss. They kept saying learning loss. And that was honestly something that wasn't even talked about at our school last yeah. year um, because we just took kids where they came in and we found what worked for them. And we saw a lot of amazing learning and a lot of amazing growth last year. Well, you know, I
0: think we were kind of ahead of the curve when you think about – noticing where kids are and moving them forward because the work that we do here um is based around the units of study work and you know we just naturally now think about kids on a learning progression and so we kind of had that foundation already which was great for us and now it's just fine tuning that we don't look at kids and think oh you know, you, you lost all of this. No, you know, we're going to meet you where you are. And then we're going to figure out the very next thing to move you forward.
1: And I think that we have the right team here to do that. Absolutely. Um, One of the other things that we really work on is um, making sure that we are documenting what we're doing with our students. It does take um, an effort from teachers and service providers, but it's so important because we're able to look back and we're able to see what everybody has done with this child. What's working, what's not working, what are the next steps we need to take? Um, You know, and everybody has different ideas, everybody has different backgrounds and expertise. And so to be able to take things that we see as teachers are documenting or service providers are documenting, we're able to kind of figure out what the next step is for that child. And it might be something that um, someone hasn't thought of before. And so having those conversations with each other and making sure that that's written down is beneficial to the child and to everyone who works with the child.
0: Now, last year, it had to look a little different. We did it in a digital document. And what we learned through that was that, you know, it was nice to have it to pull up whenever. However, when you go in as a service provider to work with a child, it's almost like being a doctor going in to see a patient. And before a doctor comes to visit you, you know, that file is hanging on the door. And it's so helpful for them to look in that file and, See the things that were covered um, the last time that they saw you or things that the nurse maybe wrote down about you before coming in. So we shifted back this year from the digital documentation back to like a paper pencil form so that when service providers come in, we can pull that file Um, kind of glance at what the work has been done, you know, with the teacher and then move forward from that. And I am so excited to see that in action again. We did it uh, a couple years ago and it was great. So I'm ready to be back there this year.
1: Absolutely. And it's just nice because it does keep that historical um, data for the children. And then we hang on to that um, so that as the child progresses throughout the years we can look back and really see what their learning journey has been Mm
0: -hmm. i think that's just so important and for the kids to also have that feeling and know that you know we're all on the same page with what we're doing with them that's just awesome you know another thing from last year that i think was so powerful was that work that we did in our after school program i mean Mm -hmm. it was incredible the growth that we Mm -hmm. saw um just from that extra little bit of work with them in the afternoon. So I am ready and excited to explore some things that maybe we can do this year to continue that work.
1: Absolutely. So we called the program Extended Day because it was basically an extension of the children's day. And we identified our um, intervention tier two and tier three students that were reading students. And we basically offered them an extra two hours after school where they came, they received snack, they had some playtime, and then they worked with a program called Rise, which in Rise Up, which we've been very, impressed with from what we've seen and they worked with a teacher and an instructional assistant um, on their reading skills. So they, they did a writing piece, a word, You know, phonics piece and with reading. And then we were able to provide students also with books that they took home to build their own home libraries, which was huge. And this was a great way to extend their learning. Um, and we kind of took all the things that parents had concerns about. We kind of took them all away for them. We had our transportation department. They took the students. They took an extra route at five i think it was five or five thirty at night and they took an extra route to make sure that all the children got home safely and this was something that we had heard a lot of parents say oh i would love to do that but i don't have a way to get my child home so we we took that away and we were like hey we'll take care of this and so we were able to provide transportation for them we provided snacks for them in the afternoons um we provided that extra um intense instruction for them. And it was just a win for everyone. I agree. The excitement on the kids'
0: faces, just the pictures that were shared, um, the successes that they had, that was that was just really incredible. And it was a lot of extra work, you know, to put this on. And the teachers, during an already tough year, you know, they were rock stars agreeing to help us pull this off. But man, it was so worth it. And um uh, something that we did kind of in conjunction with that was work with the instructional assistants. And I, I can't believe that we were able to see the growth that we did from just utilizing the resources that we have here. Like our instructional assistants are rock stars. And um, they heard this idea around December about how they could help support their teachers in the classroom because our interventionists were pulled um in the other grade levels last year. So they sort of stepped in as an additional um, support. And we used the same Jam Richardson phonics work that they were using in uh, extended day. Like we use that same structure of how to teach and they worked so hard with the kids. And um, every month we would pull the data and just watch those percentages of kids on or above track grow and grow and grow. So that was really
1: powerful last year. Absolutely. Winnie, I just want to share a couple, um, of the highlights from our extended day program. And then we also want to do an episode just on extended day. Mm -hmm. So we want to talk about kind of starting from, we started from scratch. This was something that had not been done before. We were able to get some federal money, um, last year due to COVID-19, um, to try to help children with as we say, learning loss. Um, and so we had this money and our administrators said, Hey, what I mean, what can we do with this that will give us our best bang for our buck? So we kind of started from the ground up and so we want to kind of talk about what that looked like. We want to talk about kind of the different processes that went into that. We had to kind of think through what the whole program um, would end up looking like from beginning to end without it even starting. We had to think through all the materials that were needed. We had to think about all the people that were needed. We had to get them to sign up. So we want to do a whole episode um, on just how Extended Day program came to be but I wanted to share a couple of the highlights from that. We um, were able to serve 68 students that were working below grade level for 24 days. We provided 36 hours um, of additional targeted reading and writing instruction to these students. We had 15 of our EDP students finish the program on grade level, which is amazing. We had four of our extended day students finish our program above grade level. So in 24 days, these students were able to go from being below grade level to above grade level. It's just incredible. Um, We had one student move five text levels, and as many of you know as teachers, that is quite a feat, so we were really excited about that um, because that's almost an entire year's worth of growth in 24 days. Um, We had one student move four text levels, we had three students move three text levels, and others grew one to two text levels all done within an eight-week period. We also provide students, like I said, with um, books for their home libraries. We were able to give over $2,000 worth of leveled books purchased from um, a company that we use to purchase other books for our school. We were also able to hold a book fair using some of our money. And we um, were able to get children almost $10,000 worth of additional books for that they were able to uh, choose themselves, which was super exciting. Some of these students had never been to a book fair before, so it was quite a it was quite of a, a special event. Um, I'm pretty sure all of us left with tears every day. Um, we also provided, like I said, free snacks each day um, to make sure their brains were ready to learn. Um, we provide the transportation after hours so that they could attend the program without any families having to worry about how to get their children home. Um, and overall, we just had had teachers that now are leaders within our school. They they were trained. They did a phenomenal job. They tried a different program that they've never used before. And I'll be honest with you, Whitney, the excitement around here about the RISE program and just the whole extended day program um, has been kind of a buzz this year. It
0: sure has. And I am so thankful to see it really take off because it really is changing so many lives here. And, you know, last year was hard, But when we talk about all of these great things that happen, wow.
1: I know. It's pretty amazing. So we are very excited about um, bringing you Education Dream Station. Like Whitney said, this has been a dream of ours, and we're just excited that – uh, this dream is coming to life, so we look forward to sharing a lot of different things with you. We hope that you will find all of these very relevant, and um, just know that we are two real educators. We are living on the front lines with you. Um, we have our good days and our bad, but we want to bring you um, things that hopefully you will find very beneficial to use in your classrooms or with your programs that you have at your school, and also ultimately to help children grow and learn. And you can find
0: us at Education Dream Station on Twitter and Facebook. We'll put some links in the in the bio at the bottom. If you do have any ideas that you would like for us to talk about on the show, um, feel free to email us. That email address will also be in the bio. And we will see you next time.